Hi, Total Party Kill podcast listeners. Uh, Tony Sindelar here just to let you know about some recent happenings. I don't know about you, but I have been spending a lot of time inside, and what I've been doing with that inside time is also playing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this summer and fall, I ran 10 short adventures with Total Party Kill regulars like Dan Moore and Aline Sims, Eric Ensign, Monty Ashley, and so on. Uh, but also, we brought along a bunch of Total Party Kill newcomers, names you might know from some other incomparable podcasts, folks like Lisa Smizer, Guy English, Liz Miles, Tiff Arment, and many more. We tricked them into playing Dungeons & Dragons with us. Right now, these adventures are only available to incomparable members. There's over 50 hours of Dungeons & Dragons shenanigans, so if you need more D&D podcast content in your life and you haven't already signed up to be an incomparable member, maybe now is the time. Theincomparable.com slash members. Check it out. You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 284, posted March 2021. The Last Temptation of Goats. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a Dungeon Master, your Dungeon Master, a Dungeon Master here on the Dog and Pony Show. That's right, it's Tuesday night. We are back in Barovia, specifically Berez, the Drowned City. Some people said they'd never make it there, specifically like one nice guy on Slack who, you know, said other nice things. But that one I took to heart. And guess what? The same day he said they're never going to get there, we they got there. So eat it, that guy. Eat it with some cheese and some bread, and just like make it make a nice meal. Like a sandwich, it. yeah, a sandwich, yeah. yeah, just like have it have a day. Um, Yum, yeah, you know, pack that up. Maybe go for a picnic, get away for it all. You know, do whatever. But you But make to sure do. that you social distance. Sure, yeah, yes. in the woods, but not the bad woods, not the woods with bears or wolves or skeletons or guys who look like a skeleton that ride a skeleton horse. Just like, you know, maybe just a backyard is what I'm saying. So we are in Berez. Allow me to introduce, to reintroduce the Dog and Pony crew, and they will tell you who they are playing, and we will jump back into the action here in the drowned city of Berez. First up, it's Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hi, I play Imra Soliana, the Wood Elf Ranger. Next up, it's Dan Morin. Hello, I play cast in Onatar's Crucible, the Warforged cleric of the god Onatar, who is known to his friends as Crucible. The god is known to his friends as Crucible? Mm-hmm. Ooh, spoilers. Whoa. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, also joining us, Erica Ensign. Hello, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin, and her pony, Pony Sindelarnt. <gasps> I forgot <gasps> Androdite. You did. <gasps> do you, I also do you wanna... play Androdite. Okay. okay, excellent. And next <laughs> up, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hello, I play Elavor Landman, the half, half, the half elf druid, druid. Uh, let me try that again. I play Elavor <laughs> Landman, the half elf druid, and <laughs> Samus, the saber-toothed tiger. Indeed you do. And last but certainly not least, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. All right. So what have you been up to? Well, you have dra- journeyed, journeyed, I tried to say journeyed, and traveled at the same time in one word, because I am a podcaster. Eff- efficiency, Tony. Mm. Journal. That just makes and it then more I, intense. I really pointed it out and lingered <laughs> on that moment. You have journey traveled to the what is known as the drowned Nailed city it. of Berez, a city that has uh, not been populated, as far as you know, for uh, many decades. Uh, legend has it that the people of Berez did something to gain the disfavor of one Strad von Zarovich, and even though it was w- but one of the four, uh, you know, kind of settlements in all of Barovia, uh, it is said that the waters rose and. Strahd shaped the path of a river to wash away Berez, and just a swampy set of ruins remains. But you have traveled there, for you have heard that there is an object of power, an object that you hope to use 
in your war against Strad von Darvich. At the same time, you have been warned that Berez is home to one of Strad's most powerful allies. One, uh, everything's Bob great here. Baba <laughs> Lasagna. Uh, uh, Q, Q, please, line. Mm, one, Chocolate Lasagna. One, Baba Lasagna, which I always have to take a moment and pause and think about because for some reason, Wizards of the Coast felt the need to file the barcode off of, uh, you know, Baba Yaga from folklore with- like baba yaga had a folk like it had a, a i mean a it's barcode anyway <laughs> i'm sure it's like we can't trademark folklore so let's make our own uh, thing i think you're, you're getting that confused with barcode yaga yeah <laughs> very different so baba lazaga totally different from baba yaga they're the same um but Baba Lazaga is the uh, the sinister force in this. So you have traveled uh, through Berez. Uh, just to remind you, uh, I have you on the map here. You're traveling as a group because the scale of the map is that way. Uh, <laughs> there are menacing animated scarecrows kind of patrolling around the town. A lot of them. Uh, thankfully, they aren't too bright and they aren't too perceptive. And so you've avoided their patrols for now. There is a strange blinking light kind of uh, beyond the town uh, across the river to the uh, east. You chose not to deal with that for now. Uh, and you have Can craft- we still see it from where we are, or I'm can say we no. not see it at this point? I'm going to say no. Okay. Uh, you, have a re- you have traveled through uh, kind of the, the ruined uh, remnants of, of a former neighborhood at Berez, and arrived at the edge of what looks like was probably the Burgermeister's mansion. There's a huge uh, garden that has just kind of uh, erupted with plant life over the decades of neglect. There is a strange circular goat pen full of goats. Uh, Elevor was talking to some goats. And there's the ruins of a a mansion. Uh, Just as you were kind of taking this all in, you did see in the distance, in the sky, a strange shape fly by. It appeared to be some kind of sinister witch uh, flying about in an upside-down giant skull. That being the skull of a giant which is also a giant skull, but both, <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. The, a giant skull, both descriptive and possessive. It's a really big skull and it's upside down. And yeah, and I think Elvor was still talking to, to goats. Elvor was. was still talking to goats. Talks to goats. Um, I think when we left, they were just saying, or where we last left off, they were just saying that um, there was somebody who was keeping them somebody trapped, body. and was going to oh, eat God. them. Yes, and wanted to eat them, and so and it wasn't Brildish, although she also wanted to eat them. As a lover of goats, mm-hmm. um, me too. Okay. And, and let me eyes. be very clear that Elavor loves goats, and Micah very much does not love goats because <laughs> of their creepy eyes. This is this is some <laughs> reach role playing. Here. But yep. you love is... octopuses that have the same eyes. They belong um, there. Whoa, whoa, they octopuses belong. have it, goats' eyes? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, they yeah, have the d- same shaped irises. They stole yeah. the look eyes up, from Dan. goats. Oh yeah, Dan, look it up. A lot of the people who enjoy goats, I think, enjoy them in not thinking about what their eyes look like. Right. Yeah. And in fact, yeah, I, I think about like their their adorable ears and their yeah. prancing the, hooves. Their little hooves. Personality wise, they're got a lot going for them. Their eyes are, you mm-hmm. know, but their eyes they're are rambunctious the scamps. Yeah, yep. the it's true. only way okay. for an octopus to enter adulthood is by um, claiming the eyes of a goat for yep. itself. Got to murder yeah. one goat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe it. It's nice to have traditions. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So anyway, um, I think I want to try to free these little beasties. All right. And let them run away. So um, can I do a, a fence uh, check? Elavor, uh, perhaps we should leave them here while we inspect because. What if they make loud, thankful goat noises that rouses the gaze of the witch? But don't worry, because I can, I should be able to talk to them and tell them that the only way we can let them out and let them go free is if they remain very quiet. Do you or, trust goats yeah. to take direction well? I am not familiar with these animals. See. Are they known for trust- being particularly stealthy? Goats. Do you trust goats, period? <laughs> I mean, like... I want mean, like, to release you, but yes, you must release re- us, release a free ass from the witch. She will eat Show us. Show me you can be quiet. All right, the the head goat that you've been talking to, or at least you know, 
head goat in this moment. It's, you know, leadership can both come from position and from the opportunities we seize in the moment. And that goat uh, turns and talks to the other goats and it says, we have to be quiet. And the other goats start going, quiet, 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 quiet. And the first goat turns back to you and nods. Quiet, says the goat. The other goats continue to go, quiet, quiet. There's also the question. And I uh, just look. Just Elevor, I'm just going to pose this question because we make some of our best decisions in the first moments of Dungeons and Dragons. What are you going to do with nine goats? I was just going to let them go into the woods. Okay. Do you think they're but going to fare this, well in can, the woods? They'll be food for the wolves. Silence. I will also mention. No. Uh, there's mainly. Let's be clear. This is Berez. The woods is a long way away. You know what we got miles and miles of swamp. swamp. Yeah, swamp, which is you know swamp you, goats. You could think of swamp as a type of woods. If you are someone who never leaves your house, <laughs> but <laughs> which from all is all other, of us currently, yeah. yeah yep. But from other characteristics, it shares relative. It's. It, I mean, swamp is. Let, let's just call it the soup of the woods. Um. So yeah, <laughs> that's what You're they say. You're not yeah. gonna like this, but we will have to come back for you. No, she will come Bye. for us. Free us. Free us. The goats continue to bleat. Um, we should walk away I say to my important note there is no uh, kind of it is unclear how the goats got into this pen or would be removed from it uh, because there are there's no gate this circular what yeah why can't you leave it's 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 possible that someone who flies swoops. Down I was going to say them. they're just dropped in. Yeah, yeah. this is the uh, the uh, this is not your traditional. Uh, oh, go- you said there's no gate, but there's gate. a fence. Yeah, there's a yeah. Fence. It's not just oh, they're all standing so there. Conf- I was like, is it underground? Are they wearing the, shock collars? The, like, shock what's collars. The, deal? the true the, the true goat pen is the one we create in our minds. Like, <laughs> and the head goat would know that. Um, Sometimes you come to rely on the bars that hold us in. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna just leave them. Um, um, yeah, Elevor, so there is um, uh, the, the gate is uh, um, the, the, I mean it's a, it's a big little circ- it's a circle. It's made from kind of posts driven into the ground and then there's some lashing going around them. Uh, as mentioned um, the fence posts have human skulls atop them uh, but there does not seem to be any of you would expect a traditional pen for livestock to have one or more gates for entry and exit of livestock and the people who care for livestock uh this I, is not that kind it's, a, it's like this is the kind with human skulls i'm curious about these human skulls i would like to do a let's medicine? uh can someone can someone make that a ringtone um, <laughs> <laughs> right um, uh i i want to do i guess a medicine check i just want to see if this it looks like these are skulls of people who perhaps lived in Berez when it was drowned. So mm-hmm. like these people died from drowning or have Ooh, been in water for a long time. Smart. Or if it looks like they're the skulls of adventurers who came looking for trouble or something like that. And if I can mm-hmm. even tell. All right. Uh, Elevor continues Holy to converse moly. with the goats. I rolled a 20 on the die, which only gives me a 21. But still, I started right. off with That's a 20. So I, I feel good. Uh, that was pretty clutch because uh, I'm going to tell you why. Um, you are studying these skulls. Um, and the skulls, they're all, they all seem to be human or, or cl- very close to human. Um, there might be a few elves or dwarves in there, but overwhelmingly human. Uh, it does seem like they are um, tend to be, uh, I don't know, I would say they're all less than 20 years old, though some of them are varying degrees of freshness. Um, they're all pretty uh, kind of uh, pick clean and, uh, you know, just they're, they're a skull. They're not, there's no meat on them. Um, but I'm going to tell you, because you studied them and you were doing a medicine check, uh, you know that there is a ward that has been placed upon these skulls. I, I I sidle over to Elevor and I say, "Hey, Elevor, I think there's some sort of ward on on these skulls. I don't know if that has something to do with like how the goats are kept in, or if it's to keep people out. Can can you use your Arcana knowledge to check that out? Because I'm not so good at that. A uh, war. Oh, sorry, sorry. A ward. Yeah. Um. <laughs> let's see. Mm-hmm. Plus. Mm-hmm. Quiet, 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 says the goats. <laughs> anybody They're very else, distracting. Anybody perhaps, else got better arcana? Perhaps I can check. Because <laughs> a nine is probably uh, yes, gonna, Oh, I there's do. a ten. Good I job. <laughs> All right. Maybe I will try it myself. Just Crucible and Elevore are like pointing at it and like rubbing their chins mm. and like talking I've, I've been about thinking it. thinking about this and... 
Let's see. My 16 minus one gives me a 15. That's not bad. Uh, Broldish, you know that if anyone, these, uh, these, these skulls have been enchanted uh, to, uh, as some kind of um, security precaution, uh, should anyone kind of physically damage or disturb the fence in any way, these skulls are going to start screaming. Okay. okay. Uh, Elevor, just that, that thing that you just said now totally pointed out to me what's going on. I get it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, we better not uh, try to let these goats go right away because all of these skulls will totally start screaming. Um, gotcha. So. Gotcha. Okay, uh, yeah. So then, Assuming, um, assuming we'll you're planning to, to free be... the goats in any way involved the fence. Right. I guess I could dig a, dig a hole underneath, <laughs> but a goat <laughs> might still brush up against the fence, and mm-hmm. we don't want that. So... Um, Hey, bad news. We will have to be back. No, Elamore, we love you. Free us, free us. Some of the other goats are saying, free us. One goat is still going, quiet, quiet. <laughs> we have to walk away before she's alerted. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. Okay. Quiet goats. Uh, where are you going to go? So you are kind of uh, on the edge of the property that seems to be the ruins of some kind of manor house. Um, there is a very strange looking tree in the center of Berez. There's another neighborhood far to the north side, but a lot of, lot of, lot of scarecrows walking back and forth uh, between you and there. Um, and it is night, right? I think at this point it is certainly the sun is setting. Okay. It was late afternoon as we were entering yeah. Did we not the town. See, I thought we saw saw Baba Lazaga approaching. Did we not? She was yeah. overhead and you her saw skull her. just sort of fly past, and, but yeah, she didn't see us. Things. Evidently, does not does not seem like it. Uh, I suggest perhaps the remains of the manor house might provide mm-hmm. some sort of shelter. Yeah, is it too close to the goats? I don't uh, know that much in this town is. Yeah, maybe that that's not away. a bad thing. It is probably the largest uh, thing. Mm-hmm. In, in Berez, in terms of, you know, the, the ruins of the houses are, are more like just the foundations, whereas, um, you know, the manor house is in tatters, but there's at least probably, you could probably find maybe a basement or a room that has three walls still, uh, if you wanted to have somewhere that you would, uh, you know, wouldn't be tripping mm-hmm. on scarecrows all night. Yeah, yeah I think although now idea. that we know that she's circling overhead, I am less... Um, inclined to try and take a, a rest here. Just get a good, good eight hours while there's a mad witch woman. circling a head mm-hmm. in a giant skull. Yep. Choices. All right, so let's inspect the manor house. All right. Yeah. Um, you bid a, a sad, tearful uh, farewell to the goats and head over um, to the manor house. I am sad to say, like, I named that one dinner, and that one supper, (laughs) and that one lunch, (laughs) that one brunch. Maybe we can agree on you having one. (laughs) So, toward the south end of Berez lies the remains of a mansion. Uh, It does seem to be built on slightly higher ground, so it is not quite as... uh, a swampy ruins as the other parts of Berez. It's still primarily piles of stone and rotting timbers. Uh, there's empty arch windows kind of staring down at you. It looks like, you know, a generation ago they might have had beautiful stained glass in them. Um, you see the untamed garden uh, behind it. Uh, but it looks like you could probably find some cover here uh, behind these uh, these broken walls. Um. Okay. That seems like a good idea. (laughs) These walls could speak. Um, Um, I do a perception check just to try and um, ascertain the layout of the house um, and, you know, which rooms may Mm -hmm. still be intact versus the ones that are sort of Mm -hmm. more torn down. Yeah. Okay. So that is critical fail. What is a house? What is <laughs> well, uh, would you? But a cons- prison for goats, Tony. Would you consider these ruins? Yeah, Dan, they're clearly ruins. <laughs> would I consider the ruin? Just- would I consider the ruins ruins? No, Dan, these are ruins. Ruins completely. Okay. Different. Are they ruins or ruins? Ru- uh, oh Lena, are Lena looks Wait, around and says, "This house has seen better days." Um, 
I assume Crucible's, you're good at you're good historical at knowledge. Yes, I'm yeah. good at ruins uh, to sort of figure out the layout of the house and figure out where different rooms are and yeah. you know what might still be standing. All right, roll your history of looking at houses. I do. I get some sort of real estate advantage. mogul. Okay. Yeah, you get. You know what? Make a perception check. With it's just my background. My background is just I know. Yeah, we know you're an archaeologist. You tell us all the time. Twenty four. <laughs> all right. So um, spicy. So uh, crucible. Spicy. You study. You scan the uh, the perimeter of the ruins of the mansion. Um, seems like probably there's no way to get to the second floor, and certainly it wouldn't be safe to go up into the remnants of that. Most of the uh, the the first floor is in tatters. Uh, it does seem kind of exposed. Uh, you know, this was a a, a very impressive, uh, stately mansion. It seems like in its former life, a lot of windows. Um, a lot of, as we would call them, entry holes for bad people to come and hurt you. Uh, it does, you do also know that a house of this stature probably has a decent sized cellar that might be, uh, in much Fested better with shape, evil. in much uh, better shape than the rest of the house. Uh, can I find an entrance? Uh, yes, you find, uh, in what used to be a kitchen, um, there's, you, you, you're gonna have to move some kind of rubble aside, but you, you're pretty sure that there is a, uh, a, a pathway down to the cellar there. There does seem to be a structure underneath the house. Perhaps that would be a place for us to take shelter mm. and avoid the prying eyes of this Baba Lazaga. Maybe there's ah, a wine cellar. The beauty of the words cellar door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will pop okay. open that door. <laughs> Reference acknowledged. All right, it's more of a, a hatch. Um, <laughs> That's not nearly as pretty as cellar. Cellar at all. Pretty. Cellar hatch. Uh, it's more of a basement. Basement, basement hatch. hatch. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can I do? Uh, can I do a mold check, please? Oh, oh yeah. All right. Let's lousy see. with mold, Mike. <laughs> roll. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't yeah. Have to roll. Um, That's sort of my. What is that called? Um, uh, passive mold check. Yeah, yeah passive mold <laughs> perception. Um, sure, yeah, Mike doesn't have to roll for mold, but I have to roll to figure out where the cellar is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think there's, there's I'm a I'm an lot. archaeologist! <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? You hadn't mentioned that before. Um, this house belongs fun, in a museum! <laughs> I'm a fungologist. Yeah. I don't actually you are mold fun. fungi. You are fun. Yeah. Uh, I believe they're distinct. I have a yeah. friend who's oh, darn it. probably give me a hard time for that one. There is, there's a decent amount of black mold, Micah. Probably, you feel like, in addition to the other situations, this, buying this mansion is probably a bad investment. <laughs> Elevore knows how to weaponize black because mold. Because it's we... a pile of ruins lo- located in a drowned city ruled over by an evil witch. So, All right, but like, until we get the appraisal. Well, I mean, I'm just, I mean, you know, it's... Can't get worse, right? Um, Ruled over by an evil chocolate lasagna. Yeah, yeah. I'm knocking We're in right now for Tony. Neighbor, neighborhood, lousy with goats. And the schools, <laughs> ugh, they're awful. What are you going to do? Also run by goats. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of scarecrows, though, if that's yeah. what you're looking for. There, yeah. There's yeah. a mysterious flashing rich. light, though. Mm-hmm. That's, Ooh, that's really the Location, location, location. Waterfront. So, <laughs> water so, in. Yeah, water front, water in, water out. Um, so, uh, Crucible, you lead the way down a um, a set of stone staircases that lead to what seems to be a fully intact uh, cellar. Uh, it looks like this probably would have been a root cellar and a wine cellar. Um, it's a nice thirty foot square room. The walls and floor are mortared, uh, mortared with stone. Such so this is probably the driest place you have been in all of Berez. Congratulations! Oh, that's good. That's that shows good uh, good work on that foundation. Yeah. If yeah. it's dry in here, mm-hmm. especially uh, in the swamp. Is, is yeah. there any wine? Looking around Brildish, you see uh, two dozen empty, rotting casks with the Wizards of Wine Winery logo, uh, kind of uh, not stamped. What do they do? It's like branded onto them. Branded. Yeah. 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 Burned. Uh, it looks like each of these was uh, Champagne de la Stomp, which you know has not been produced in quite a while. But if we kill that tree, we can help them with that. Yes. Um, Always killing trees. Do <laughs> Only the That's bad ones. We well, you know what? Yeah, Brilders will very, kill very the good ones, ones, too. She's fine. Um, all right. So do we want to hole up here? I well, think this is as good as it's, it's going to get. It's night, right? So we should be... Resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the bat situation here? Uh, it is a bat-free cellar. Bats, yeah, mainly. 
Belfry, different Guys, situation. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it, but this is like the nicest place we've been in all of Barovia. Um, <laughs> Argal says that hotel where I tried to murder you was great. Where That's you true. tried to murder us, and also a strange man we... floated in front of our window, and we had oh. to board it up. <laughs> I get it. So windows are no longer a plus for you. Yeah. 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 It's true. I'm you looking s- for a duplex a lovely- down. I think you got two meals out of the haunted asylum that you stayed in. <laughs> That's true. We didn't yeah. stay overnight there. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, uh, is the cellar door the only way in and out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to suggest I post up at the bottom of the stairs and keep sentry while we all get our rest. Yeah, I think we should still set additional watches in addition, like not just Crucible all night long. I don't think it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know, but just, just for safety's sake. Well, I, I, I do my four hours of semi-conscious meditation and I'm good to go, so That's I right. can help with that. Well, why not somebody else will take first watch and then Imra can take the second watch so she can get her rest first. That sounds good. Mm, yep, that, that makes sense. Sure. Okay, who wants Brothers to... Brothers will take first watch. She's, she's too keyed up from wandering around and stuff. And yeah. goats. To sleep right the temptation away. And goats. And goats yeah. just has Broldish. Mm-hmm. Ah, the last clear, temptation of we... goats. Classic yeah. movie. <laughs> we yeah. are all being extremely quiet. Mm-hmm. Quiet, quiet, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I hope I hope nobody talks to those goats in goats tonight. <laughs> or, um, you didn't swear you didn't swear those goats to secrecy. So um, yeah. I don't having... know if that necessarily would say... have helped. But yeah, yeah. All right. All okay. Right. So I'm hitting my long rest button. All right. Uh, yeah. Several hours passed. Let us say five. Um, Crucible, you are stationed on the stairs. Just asking some hypothetical questions here. Um, I am stationed at the bottom of the stairs. Bottom waiting, of the stairs. Like, facing facing the door, though. Looking up at the hatch or cellar door. Um, and so, I'm gonna say, Crucible, uh, you have a pretty good view as something apparates through that door. Alright, first question, and this is relevant, is uh, am I getting the effects of my long rest so far or no? This will depend on certain things because I was going to change up some spell stuff, but if that hasn't happened yet, I will not. I think that. only uh, the, uh, I think, Imra, you have the thing where you only need to sleep four hours, right? Right. Imra has gotten you a long rest. five hours? Yeah. Imra has gotten a long rest. Okay. Damn it. I need six hours. Tony, you're killing me. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Dan. Uh, you have not gotten a long rest yet. All right. Okay. So go back uh, something spell. kind of, uh, everyone else is asleep. Or Emory, are you awake after you you've had your your five or your four? I'm semi conscious, so I figure out I'd just post up by the door. Right. You're hanging out by uh you know by by Crucible, probably not chatting because your friends are sleeping, uh but you know just spending the time. Uh, and you see something kind of blue and ethereal kind of push through, uh without opening it, the cellar door or basement hatch vestibule. Can I- can I make a religion check oh to God, figure out what the heck this is? Yeah. 17. Uh, you think that this might be some kind of ghost spirit or specter. And in fact... I got that through the door thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing uh, starts to kind of having pushed through the door. Uh, it, it's kind of this swimmery kind of mist. And it kind of starts to like take a little bit more of a shape. And you can see uh, standing before you... Imra and Crucible. Um, well, I mean, is it half a ghost or is it a ghost of half a person? There's, you know, a, a, a head and with a, a, a big kind of, well, bushy, spectral. Looks like at one point it was bushy, but maybe when it was, I mean, can a beard have a ghost? Can a ghost have a beard? A ghost can have a beard, but does it? <laughs> anyway, head, beard, shoulder, arms. I think a beard ghost is called Stubble. Mm. Head beard? Um, That's their name? Uh, and, uh, Upper part of a torso, uh, but where you would kind of expect to see, you know, the rest of the situation of a person, there is, there is not. Uh, You're standing uh, looking at what appears to be a ghost of a kind of richly dressed noble person who has been torn in half around the midsection. Okay, I'm going to pull out my longsword plus one. Mm. I'm not going to attack. I just want to be ready. Ah, uh, Crucible. And I want to know, is it, yeah, does it seem hostile in any way? Yeah, I know you laughed at me last time, but I'm saying again, maybe it's friendly. Uh, the ghost is not carrying any weapons. 
uh, it kind of points at Crucible and says, "Why, why do you invade my home?" Oh, uh, it's a, it's a, goat. a ghost it's a of goat. a goat. <laughs> why? Ghost. It's totally uh, different. I apologize, Spirit. Uh, we did not realize that there was anybody inhabiting this area. We assumed that it was abandoned. We simply took shelter here. We meant no disrespect. Uh, the- I would like to. Make a religion check to sort of like assuage right. it, perhaps in yeah, some ways, it. or uh, the ghost nice. kind of floats um, down the the steps a little bit. And, you know, it's still probably keeping a, 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 a I don't know, let's say it's a good ten or fifteen feet back from the two of you at the bottom of the steps, and kind of does this weird thing where it kind of sits on the steps, which is disconcerting because all of the parts that you would usually sit with are not present in this ghost. Um, it kind of does it. Is it is it rapping with us? Is it like turning around a chair backwards and like sit down? Like let's Perez, talk. Perez, is not safe. Do not stay here. I beseech you, go anywhere. Not here. Not Perez. We are not intending to stay for long. We are simply in search of an artifact of some of some kind that we heard rested here. A a weapon of some power. Do you know anything about this? I I know not of any weapon. Please leave Perez. Leave forever. I beseech you. And what? And who are you? Oh, I am Ulrich. I am the the Burgermeister Perez. I was the Burgermeister Perez. Mm. I am just Ulrich now. Can you tell us what happened here? It is a sad story. I wouldn't wouldn't want to ruin your night. The ghost says, looking around at all of you. <laughs> well, we're up. <laughs> Feel free. Long ago. And it's just the two. You I, have chosen not to wake up any of your friends so far. Um, just you hanging out with a ghost. Right. That's, I feel like yep. that's smart. <laughs> As yeah, one of those we're, friends. We're vetting it. Yeah, we're exactly. vetting it and seeing if <laughs> yeah. we need to wake them up. Honestly, it's a good idea. What do you know of Perez, travelers? Uh, we were told that Strahd von Zarevich, the devil himself, as some style the ghost him, spits became- or at least makes a spitting movement. Is there like, is there a ghost? This, the, spit? No, there's no spit. spit. Like, or is it like vanish when it like leaves? It's yeah. ectoplasm. Ectoplasm, thank you. <laughs> uh, became enamored, I believe, with a young woman from Berez? Marina. And when he, things did not go his way, he enacted his wrath by drowning the city. Is that correct? That is the, lo- the short version of it. The longer version being... <laughs> Oh, he longer. Strahd came to Berez again and again and demanded that we gave Marina to him, but we refused. And uh, he he would come under cover of night, and he fed on Marina. But mm. but the priest, my 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 dear brother, he killed Marina to save her soul, for she had already been turned. And then Strahd returned, and he slew. All of my village, all of us, some with his hands, some with the force of nature itself, as the waters rose and drowned us all. Oh dear, I'm terribly mm. sorry for your loss, and it seems that if your spirit remains here, it is in some way uh, disquieted. Do you have unfinished business? <sighs> I have failed. We failed, Marina. I cannot move on until... I do not know. Until Strahd is no longer the ruler, until Marina's soul is saved, until until I save every last villager. You you could tell you could tell him about this the uh Irina and her Miss. Like how her soul got saved, which is probably the same soul that was in Marina. Um well, Builders is unfortunately not there to tell nope. Crucible about this. Uh, but Crucible will say... Crucible's probably smarter than Brildish is. I don't know about that. Uh, you mentioned saving villagers. Are there any survivors that are left to save? Or merely their spirits themselves? Some of their spirits are here. There are no survivors. Hmm. Some we... of their corpses still walk about as well. Hmm. We... <sighs> We look to challenge the devil's dominion over these lands, and we have been amassing resources and assets in order to do just that. It may take some time, but that is our ultimate goal, to help free these lands of that awful presence. 
anything that you could uh, remember or think of that might help us in that quest, we would gladly uh, uh, take under advisement. Not too far from here, but a hundred feet, a few hundred feet uh, north of here. Um, after after the devastation, after my my poor people were wiped out, Strahd returned here, and he had a monument to Marina constructed, a statue. Mm. I suspect it was important to him. If it were to be destroyed or, in otherwise. Uh, harmed? You think that might perhaps weaken him in some way? I do not know. It would certainly anger him. Hmm. Did but be beware. Baba Lazaga and her forces are ever present. Did Marina have any other suitors? None that I know of. Hmm. We encountered another woman with whom Strahd was. Uh, very much interested, a woman named Irina, who perhaps seemed to remind him of some lost love. Uh, he found himself obsessed with her as well, but w- I think we have managed to help her escape his clutches uh, and find some sort of peace, though I cannot pretend that it was <laughs> through any specific actions of ours so much as <laughs> happenstance. You are... Your, you travelers are new to Barovia, I take it. Some of us more than others, yes. Perhaps you do not know of the ways of Barovia, but some Barovians do not know this anymore either. But it is said there is only a certain number of souls in Barovia. And mm. when you die, you are born again, stuck here in Barovia as a Barovian. But there are many more Barovians than there are souls. And so... It, perhaps it is just an old wives' tale, but it is said that 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 some are born again and, and and bear much resemblance to the life they once lived and will live again in the eternal lands here of Barovia, for we are all trapped here in a way. Fascinating. Uh, Crucible seems to be noting this down mentally, as though he is making some sort of report. <laughs> it is said that only those with with souls in Barovia can feel joy or sadness or really anything uh the the others are they are alive and they walk and they eat and they die but little more at the same time those without souls said the devil has no interest in them how many people with souls do you believe are left in barovia the vasani would tell you one in ten yikes this place just got even worse. Jeez, Louise. So apparently That's... there was something to what the uh, the old yeah, the, angel, the angel said. He wished there were more souls. Yeah, right. Interesting. Well, we have no wish to disturb your home further. We will be on our way when it is safe to move. We saw a sign of the Baba Lazaga passing overhead. Uh, do you know any information that would be useful? in terms of either uh, finding her weaknesses or removing her power over this land? She has a, a hut near here, in the center of Berez. You might think it is a tree at first, but it is not. It is, her oh. hut is built into the tree, mm. and the tree seems to move about when she wishes it. I would think that the, the hut itself would be a formidable opponent, let alone its occupant. Indeed. Well, is is there anything you can tell us about Baba Lazaga um, that might help us defeat her and maybe bring a little bit of peace? She is she is a wretched woman. She it is said that she was Strahd's nursemaid herself. She flies about in a giant skull with a huge wooden spoon. She animates scarecrows. She keeps bats and gnats and snakes in her company, practicing the dark arts. Boy, does she ever hate goats. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to like her much either. Elevore sort of goes, Never seen a woman murder goats with that, like that before. Oh my god, stop this. Just goes through the goats like nobody's <laughs> business. Poor goats. Uh, Imra, any other questions? I, not that I can think of. Um, We are... We are 
on a mission to defeat Strahd and hopefully bring peace to this land. It will take us some time. Um, but is you there anything? Go ahead. You are not the first to speak those words. I, I hope you are more fortunate than the rest. Thank few, you. Few have come to, Ber to, to Berez. None have left yet. I, there is something, something to the, to the east of Berez, beyond, beyond where I can go. A, a green light. I think, I think that is something important there. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've only seen it recently. Oh, okay. Do you, do you know how recently? But a few days at most. Okay. Mm. Is there anything else we can do for you to bring you peace until we can defeat this devil? No. It has been good to talk. Oh, we thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence. Is there perhaps any place... We mentioned we are in search of a weapon which we believe to be in Berez. Can you think of any place where we might find such a thing? I cannot... Uh, I would like to, you know, try to give him a, a measure of peace with some sort of ritual mm -hmm. or, you know, blessing um, for what little good it might do. I'll mm -hmm. bestow Onatar's blessing upon him. Uh, you know, you, you bestow Onatar's blessing on him, and he seems to kind of shimmer and kind of like, he starts to kind of like fill in. And he seems to be, uh, he is still a ghost, he's still a spirit before you, uh, but perhaps in the form that he was in life and not this kind of horrible form that he was in depth in death his uh his beard is kind of more trimmed and uh you know having having the rest of your torso and some legs is just he seems you know he seems pleased with that thank you you are quite welcome Ulrich my friend i wish a peace and blessings upon you perhaps we will see you again before you leave Perez, but let me not disturb your sleep any longer. Sort of give him a bow on the way out. He nods at Imra. It's he a kind of ghost. He turns See, and walks up the stairs and phases through the cellar door. Ah, oh, such a good word. It's gonna be it's gonna be great in the morning when they wake up and they're like, Oh yeah, I had such a good <laughs> night's sleep. Anything happen? We met Did a you ghost. get a little cold? Delicious spell slots. <laughs> All right. Imra <laughs> and Crucible, you go back to resting, uh, and you, uh, you all awaken the next morning um, to the sound of goats screaming. Goats <laughs> <Okay. laughs> screaming. As they do. Uh, but uh, a day's rest. You have done what few others have ever dared to do, spend a night and Berez. Perhaps I you'll live it. to tell the tale. Perhaps. Perhaps. All right. I suspect you need to do some regrouping, sharing of information, and making of plans. Please do so now. Uh, Imra, did you feel like maybe that light has something to do with the weapon? What'd you think? It it might. I think it's the best clue we have, and especially since it's something new, I feel like we should check it out. So the light, the monument. And the tree mm -hmm. seem to be the three most interesting things. The C.S. Lewis book. Uh, <laughs> on the map, the monument is... Is it next to the graveyard? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think you pointed out last time. Down. I'll put little... They have little things. Oh, little yeah. Numbers. You see the U4? Yeah. U3 is the tree. And um, this is the fun part where people listen U3, to me. U3, there's four of us. There's a thing over here. Five, where, five of us. There's five of ah, us. Ah, you three. I get I it. I can't make count. Oh, Where's what? you two? No U2? Usually it comes free onto my iPhone. Mm, yeah. Whether you like it or not. Mm. There is a U2 somewhere on the map, but it's... Actually, guess what? You know where you've been staying this whole time? You two. The you mansion two? was U2. <gasps> that oh was Bono? I wondered what that spooky singing was. <laughs> it was yeah. U2 the whole time. Um, so... Did that I guy know. have funky sunglasses? No, he did not. He's not awful. Um, <laughs> little finger, finger, finger touch. Mm. Oh no! Don't remind me. No, no. <laughs> I don't okay, remember. So we were, we so were, you're... we met a ghost last night, mm. and you what? didn't wake us up. He was very nice. He was, yeah. 
it didn't seem like... I don't believe you. Okay. You're lying. <laughs> Elevore lives Oh, man, is... if only Crucible could open his mouth. Lie. It would be great if Crucible could open his mouth and, like, R2-D2 like, outside do, like, a projection <laughs> of the ghost. <laughs> Elevore lifts his wrist, and he's got one of those, like, medical bands on it, and it says, only wake for bad ghosts, and he just gives a nod, <laughs> yeah. so it's fine. Cannon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, let me add that to my... Yep. Uh, well, Oops. did he have any information to give us? Did he tell us where the weapon is? He did he... not know about the weapon, but he did have some other information that might be of use to us. Well? <laughs> oh, you would like to know what that information is. <laughs> uh, he noticed, I think as we did, that green light and claimed that it was new, uh, had only appeared in recent days. He also suggested the monument near the cemetery might have some connection to Strahd. It appeared uh, after Strahd took his vengeance on the town and seems to be connected in some way to the woman that he was fascinated by. Her name and was Marina. Marina. Coincidence. Mm -hmm. There is, of course, Baba Lazaga, whose hut is apparently that tree that we saw. And <gasps> he warned us against that. Well, he I said still want to kill move. it. She can oh. choose to move it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well Andish, I know I know that you want to free the wine, but really now might do. not be the time to engage openly with the house tree wine monster. As always, you're you're pretty wise, Lena, so I agree. But I'm thinking if that if if he didn't know anything about the weapon and he's been here this whole time and he said that that light was new and he didn't mm -hmm. know a lot about the light, Maybe the the weapon is over there and maybe the light started glowing because we, the chosen ones, are here to come and get it and defeat Strahd. Huh? I don't hate it. It seems <laughs> not entirely implausible. Uh, he also informed us of an interesting quirk of Barovia vis-a-vis -vis its cosmology. <laughs> Cosmology. Uh, huh? It's pronounced cosmetology, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Do my nails. If you recall what the abbots said to us about there needing to be more souls, wishing there were more souls in Barovia, it seems yeah, as that though was there weird. Are, in fact, a finite number of souls in Barovia, and when they pass on, they are essentially reincarnated in someone who is born anew, which suggests that Strahd's fascination with both Marina and Irina, might have some connection to their souls being connected to the woman that he was in love oh. with. Oh. Lena, I have a question for you. <laughs> Lena, <laughs> Lena, you would be at least familiar with that idea. Yeah. So, Lena, do you have a soul? Do you feel joy? <laughs> whoa, does whoa, it, whoa. Does this whoa. spark joy? You can't, just, you can't, you can't just... just ask your party members if they have souls. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's let us... really intense. Yeah, guys. She, she seems that's so... That's starting with, do you feel joy? <laughs> Yeah, as, as soon as you started talking about this, you could tell that Lena got like super uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and she's like, "That that is merely a a folk tale. That that does it doesn't make any sense." You see, of course, some of us are going to be similar to our ancestors. We all leave short, brutish lives that end in tragedy. So you don't feel joy. <laughs> I have she's, she's from time times. to time. But there isn't all that much to feel joyous about in this place. What about Although, when you kill an enemy? Uh, satisfaction, mm -hmm. certainly. Uh, Argal, um, who is usually extremely quiet, says, no, it's true. <laughs> Argal, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Ar Argal, Argal nods and goes back to being quiet for, yeah. a, couple of, for a couple episodes. <laughs> Lena. Lena, I have traveled on many planes and experienced many different strange uh, systems of belief and even stranger things than reincarnation. I, it's certainly not outside of the realm of possibility. What? She looks really uncomfortable and thinks for a little while and like her face is all sort of screwed up and thinking and she eventually says, you know, there is a part of me that thinks that all of this is a bit familiar, traveling with adventurers, trying to kill Strahd. And perhaps some of the reason why I am so cautious is because I feel like it hasn't worked before. Not just stories, something deeper 
something uh, mm. more feral mm. in my memory that when I have worked with people before towards this end, it has not worked. But this time I feel different. I feel hopeful. And if mm. that doesn't set me apart from the others in Barovia, I don't know what does. I believe that we may, if we can, in fact, defeat Strahd, perhaps Barovia will be opened to breaking this cycle and we can ensure that this does not happen again and that more souls do find their souls way here for or everyone. find their way to leave. And you get a soul and you get, <laughs> you get a soul. I believe that this is a task uh, for which we are well suited and for which the, certainly Onatar, the, the deity that I serve, would approve of and uh, this, this forging of new souls, if you will. Hala yes. would approve of kicking Strahd's butt. Always. Yes, I believe it. Therefore, I believe we are united in our purpose and we should, as soon as possible, find this weapon and remove the Baba Lazaga from her power here for it seems as though that will provide a significant dent in Strahd's power base. So I think we should go check out the light first, check out that site. I think then we should come back here um and try to defeat Baba Lazaga because if we do restore Barovia by killing Strahd, people are going to need places to live. <laughs> Real estate mm -hmm. values are important. Yeah. Yeah. Do we perhaps want to investigate the monument before we leave this side of the river, seeing as we are so close to it? I think I thought about that, but I'm worried about the scarecrows. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, yeah, so I'm worried about tipping our hand to Baba Lazaga before we're ready, but I also think it's worthwhile to at least get eyes on the monument to confirm that she isn't holding a giant sword, for example. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's you know, just to, just to see reasonable. it. I don't think that we should necessarily destroy it just to make Strahd mad, although that would make me happy maybe uh, later that would be foolhardy mm -hmm. and and i'll admit i am um worried about going against baba lazaga but frankly if we are not ready to go against baba lazaga how could we be ready to face the devil himself indeed so maybe we look at the monument and if she's not holding a giant sword we check out the light and if there's no sword there either we go back to the monument and start like you know investigating a little more closely digging that sort of thing just to see if it's there and leave baba lazaga's treehouse for last assuming she doesn't find us sometime in the meantime yeah sure there is definitely the risk of us being detected at any point at which point this goes out the window mm -hmm. should we just should maybe a couple of stealthy people go to the graveyard and do a cursory inspection and then come back How far is it to the graveyard, yes. from where we are? Uh, it's, like, it's only like, it's like two or three hundred feet from... Yeah. Um, it's oh, okay. pretty close. If, we, you can got see it in, if we got all the way in the city and all the way to the goats, I think we could probably make it over to the graveyard without being sure. too detected. Mm -hmm. It helps that, you know, uh, you have basically... The, the, um, the, manch uh, the, the former Burgermeister's house was on the southwest corner of Berez, and you entered from the mm -hmm. northeast corner. So you basically had to traverse all of the ruins of Berez to get here. Um, you'd have to kind of traverse all the way back uh, east to get to the Green Light and cross the river uh, versus, yeah, the, uh, the, the ruins of the church and the graveyard is a short walk. Yeah, okay. So is that what you want to do? Yep, and yep, try and use good. the cover yeah. sort of of the ruins as much as possible. All right. Uh, you peek out of the, uh, the mansion. It is a, um, you know cold, damp day here in Berez. Bits of light are peeking through the gray, cloudy, overcast skies, and the, uh, the, the town of Berez is already buzzing with the buzz of the horrible insects that live here in the swamp. The occasional weird, squishy, wet footsteps of scarecrows stalking past. Uh, the bleeding of goats in the backward. Bleeding, not bleeding. Um, 
and uh, but there has no uh, obvious sign of one Baba Lazaga so far. So uh, are all all of you going and making stealth checks, or just a uh, a reconnaissance party? A reconnaissance party, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Think so. I mean, if if it's only like two hundred to three hundred feet away, I think we should all go. Okay. Yeah. And why don't you all quickly make uh, some uh, stealth checks for me as you traverse? Does as, does anyone I... want to cast bless on the the non uh, stealthy people? So I just FYI for a show note, I had just uh, unprepared bless. So <laughs> in favor of other things, I thought we might need. Aww, yes! you're such a pretty flower! Wow. wow. So, you are at the manor house in the ruins of Berez. You have decided to head to the churchyard, not too far away. I have asked you to make some stealth checks to avoid the patrols of horrible animated scarecrows that are just all over Berez. I got a 14. I got a 13. (laughs) Uh, I I got a 28. (laughs) She's a rogue. Good yeah. for you. I got a three. Oh, no. Oh. I got a 13. All right. Well, I'm going to say it was not too hard. Uh, there's not, it, it seems like the churchyard is not a big source of the uh, Scarecrow's patrols. They mainly seem to be focused around the various little remaining farmhouses in the neighborhoods of Berez. And so you get to the churchyard without incident. Yay. Uh, through the fog, you come upon the empty shell of an old stone church north of which is a cemetery of leaning gravestones enclosed by a disintegrating iron fence. Uh, Half of the cemetery looks like it is basically kind of just like sunk into the swamp. But on the edge of the the cemetery, there is a statue. There is some kind of monument um, hidden by the fog. You see the, the outline of a, you know, slightly larger than life figure. Uh, standing on kind of a stone pedestal. Um, how does it look like this church was originally multi-story, or is it just like a single room? It looks single room. Looks very similar to the uh, the church that you uh, spent a night in back in uh, Barovia, Little Barovia. Does it also have a basement? Uh, it looks like the uh, it may have at one point, but it's kind of all collapsed in. Uh, gotcha. This, this church is in lousy condition it's really not a church anymore it's, it's the, decidedly an ex-church is the statue itself um stone uh i think you you we are inferring that there is a statue because there is a figure in the fog i think you'd have okay. to get a lot closer to know anything about that oh, well, do we want I mean, to that was the idea right to go and look yep. at it and make sure that yep. we could see can i just do a quick perception check on the sort of church itself to see if mm-hmm. there's anything i can make out of the ruins Mm-hmm. Ooh, a crit. It's a, Ooh. another 28. Uh, you feel confident. Uh, you see kind of the remains uh, of a pulpit. Uh, there is half of an iron bell sticking out of the marsh. Uh, it is just, it's just rubble. Uh, um, Lena. Do you think I could grab any holy water? Uh, no, there is nothing like that here. Nothing? Huh. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, this, this is clearly just ruined. We we can move on. Yep. Nothing to see mm-hmm. here. Uh all right, so you make your way to the short walk over to the uh the kind of strange monument that has been set up here on the edge of the cemetery whereas the uh the graveyard and the uh the church itself are just in you know, total ruins. Uh this little area seems a little bit different. It's, you know, I guess there's a slight rise in the land here. It's a little bit drier. Um and uh, there is just a little uh, kind of uh, plot of land here, uh, 10 feet on a side, enclosed by a, a wrought iron fence that doesn't seem to be rusting away qu- quite the same uh, as the, uh, the, the other things in Barez. Uh, and there is a, you know, slightly larger than life-size stone monument carved in the likeness of a kneeling peasant girl clutching a rose, uh, although her features are, you know, a little... Uh, worn down by the weather, she bears a striking resemblance to one Arena Kalyana. Carved Ooh. into the monument's base is an epitaph. 
I never thought I would say this, but I'm glad our friend disappeared into that pond. (laughs) (laughs) What does the epitaph say? Uh, Crucible, you kind of lean down, look at it, and it says in kind of uh, fancy lettering, Marina, taken by the mists. Hmm. Cool. Cool. I would like to just look at the statue um, because, you know, dwarf, I love my stone. Uh And uh, so I get to pretend that i'm proficient in history for a second and double double my proficiency bonus which is exciting um which will totally more than offset that negative one that i normally have Uh so that's a 15 uh crucible uh not crucible sorry brildish as you are studying the statue uh you notice that the statue is kind of it's um the statue is is uh standing on kind of a, a stone a flat stone platform on top of the kind of uh, I don't know enough statue words. Plinth? Is that a word? Yeah, pl- related pl- to statues? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Alright, sure. I didn't make that word up. Uh, and you notice that there's kind of a visible seam all around it, as if it is, you know, usually, you know, if it was good dwarven craftsmanship, it might have all been carved from a single block. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like this was not. Huh. I will point that out to my friends. You guys, this... It, it, there's a seam. It, so it, does it look to me like the statue is one piece and the block that it's on is a separate piece? Yep. I am not going to touch this statue. Yeah. So <laughs> is the statue of a size such that this would be concealing a compartment or a door? Uh, or a trap. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, doors come in both compartment but, and but trap if, sizes. Is it like yeah. if, or... if it wasn't a trap, would it fit a person or a cubby? Uh, it, was, it would have to be a pretty small person. Okay. So more like a cubby. Yeah. So I'm thinking either this statue can, you know, come alive and attack us, or uh, it somehow hinged or something and it's hiding the sword right underneath it. Remind yeah. me again, but how when- how large is the statue? How tall is the statue? It's a, you know, it's a, a basically a life-size statue of a kneeling woman. So not so- that tall. But it's on a pedestal. Wait, Crucible, you and I might have the same idea. I wonder if so. Do you have the same spell I have? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, we could. uh, Stone shape? Yeah. Yeah. One of us should do it. Give it a try. So basically, you can take a medium-sized, like, uh, basically a stone object of medium-sized or smaller. And if this is person-sized, I would assume it's medium-sized. I'll count it. Yep. And you can transmute it. It says, whatever. form it into any shape that suits your purpose. All right. Uh, Crucible and, uh, and uh, uh, Elevore both start Wait. getting that, that little twitch. It's just who's going to transmute it first. It's just the twinkle. Yeah. Like Crucible. Wait, how many? Um, what <laughs> is stone shape? Is it a fourth level it's spell? It's a level four, yeah. How many fourth level spells do you have? <laughs> I, have I have only one slot. Okay. And, sorry, that's what I meant, slot. Um, and do you, is your fourth level spell one that is like bring people back to life spell no i have that elsewhere i have that wall of fire that i made last time which i might want to hold in reserve if there's more scarecrows okay um yeah up to you i can i can no i'll do it i'll do it uh so that we can save that uh wall of fire or ring of fire um yeah so elevore i guess sort of uh puts his foot in front of crucible at the last second (laughs) and uh marches up to the statue and he, uh, I think what I want to have happen is for the the statue to sort of shape such that it looks like water kind of raising up and pouring out beside the, 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 you know, the place where the seam is. And as it pours out, it kind of fills itself up into the shape of a goat. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> So you have transmuted the statue of uh, a kneeling woman into a statue of a goat next to the sta- the plinth. Yeah, because it's what, yeah. Well, it's my understanding that there's like an opening there. Yeah. That hopefully Not if the statue's out the way, we can get to. Necessarily an opening, but a to. seam for sure. Yeah. A seam. Yeah. All right. Uh, everyone is probably some degree of impressed by your powerful stone <laughs> shaping. Yeah. Magic Elevore. Uh, the statue atop the plinth has been totally transformed into a convincing uh, statue of a goat down to the weird eyes uh and you now see uh having transformed the statue there is indeed a basically just a big empty hollow compartment inside the plinth that is now available open and empty 
No, I mean, no one's looked in it yet. Oh, I'm, look I in look it. inside. <laughs> all right, you, everybody peers I'm not that over. Tall. You all peer in. Uh, and <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's like you, it's the camera yeah. is like oh, in the, okay. in the yeah, thing yeah. looking up. So and we all like heads. peer in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Argyle is like, I'm here too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Lena just puts her hand yeah. on top of his <laughs> push, head and like pushes, pushes him, him out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> There, the the uh, the compartment seems to be a decent size uh, to only have a single object in it that does not take up uh, very much space. It looks like you know there's some kind of something in there wrapped in an old tarp. Doesn't look like it could be very big. What, what do you uh, mean by very big? Uh, Bigger than a bread box? Smaller than a bread box. Can I inspect for traps? Yeah, please. All do. right, Lena. And I, I rolled this is nineteen like to a perception check. All right, the uh, the 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 bottom of the statue does not appear to be trapped in any way. It's just a stone compartment concealing something wrapped in a little piece of tarp. Okay. Want me Lena's to get it? gonna reach in and get okay. it. All right, Lena, you reach in and pull out the thing. It kind of full something metal and heavy kind of tumbles out of the cloth. It better it's not be an axe. If it's an axe, I yeah. swear to God, um, out. It is in some ways similar to an axe. Uh, in that it is made of metal and heavy, uh, it appears to be the hilt of a sword. <gasps> oh, so we unwrap it and Ooh. we're like, what? Wait, by that definition, Crucible is also an axe. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, he's at least five axes. Um, <laughs> is there any I, sort of He's done a lot of axe swallowing. Where <laughs> um, you are inspecting the, uh, the, the hilt of the sword, and it just feels kind of warm and tingly in your hand, Lena. I think uh, you know what you need to do here. There's uh, there's some fancy uh, kind of, of of inlaid uh, crystal in the in the hilt. Ooh. It's quite impressive, though. It you know seems to just be half a sword. Um, uh, and as you are kind of looking at it, you hear a voice in your head uh, <laughs> that is you know the sword talking to you, Lena. And the sword says, "Finally," uh, <laughs> and you know what you need to do, as if you just have you just think it. There is suddenly a beam of light as a blade of holy energy <laughs> emerges from the sword's hilt, and you are carrying a sun sword, a powerful magic hey! artifact Yay! that you will use to slay the undead. Uh, there is a cheer, there is the sizzle of the sun sword in the soupy, foggy air of Berez, and then there is the sound of groaning as several undead creatures rise up out of the cemetery and converge upon you. Let's be honest. They just got a sun sword. They're going to murder these zombies. <laughs> but <laughs> how quickly will they do it? Will they take on Baba Lazaga? What is the deal with the green light? We have still have that hanging over our heads. And does Strahd know that they're coming for him with a variable old-timey lightsaber for answers yes. to questions such as these? Tune in next time to Total Party Kill. The end. Woo! That's so good. Again!